ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season two, episode eight of the Talk Blindly podcast, the uh, Christmas special. So Merry Christmas. Yeah, I said Merry Christmas. Get over it. <laughs> Merry everything. Happy Festivus. I love it. Happy Festivus. <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. Oh my gosh. So tonight we're going to be talking, if you cannot immediately tell, about our favorite, beloved, cherished holiday, Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, that's a twofer for uh, Catholics. Mm-hmm. Mm. How are y'all doing today? We've got, obviously I have Liz and Aaron with me this week. John is not with us. He's celebrating Christmas. John early. John is no on longer with somewhere. us in the United States. <laughs> he's one of those people. He's on a yeah. beach. <laughs> Sipping cognac on no the, the port deck. <laughs> we're going to a beach next week, so we're just as bad. Yeah, but the the difference is is he's actually gonna be able to swim and do things since it's down in the Caribbean, near the closer to the equator. We're going to Tybee the Island, ocean. we're gonna be like, ha, ah, this is a great beach. The ocean Wait. is great no matter where you go. Where is this place? Tybee Island. I Help me. Near Savannah, Georgia. Uh, wait, why? Because it's nice. Is it? It is. Not, I don't know. An island near Georgia doesn't sound nice to me. You've oh, been there. It actually, anything near Georgia doesn't sound is, nice to me. The island itself is really nice. The problem is, is it's going to be in the middle of winter. We, uh, darling, you forget that we've done a Christmas, New Year's beach trip every year for the past three years and it's always been nice i sleep outside on those trips it's nice yeah we're not doing it this time (laughs) no we're not doing it this time and it is no secret that we are live on facebook clearly because you're probably watching this live i would imagine unless you're catching the podcast either way the way you can reach us is facebook.com slash talk blindly or tvpodcast.com if you want to catch up on our episodes reach us there Um, but without further ado i want to ask you because it's also no secret that this is a very contested time of the year. This is where people get a little uh, up in arms, may we say. Um, a little a little salty. A little upsetty spaghetti, I guess. Um, Not mom spaghetti? <laughs> no, upsetty ups- spaghetti. They get a little upsetty spaghetti about um, the way you approach the holiday. So there's always a big debate every single year about... Well, there's always the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays crap. Like, I'm just sick of... I just like to troll people about that at this point. But. Like, even even the people that I've known that aren't Christian have never had that much of a problem. It's usually Christians who have the problem. Or the, the like, uber-sensitive about the stuff. Like, it's never it's never like the 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 nice christians in my mind or the the nice christians or like the people who are you know like muslim or are jewish or anything like that that have an issue with people saying merry christmas they're like oh you don't put me in a box like i'm not putting you in a box i'm not assuming your your religion by saying that because that is this time assuming, of year but did you just assume my religion sir yeah a <laughs> surprised it took you that long to get that actually uh, you know for me it's more up. interesting that so many people who aren't christian celebrate christmas yeah i think that's always the most surprising thing that christmas is the biggest season the biggest holiday of the entire year and most people who celebrate it don't even believe in why it exists in the first place as it is known today i'm shocked that they still call it christmas yeah. to be honest with you like because that's the part of me that wants to get upset. Like, I, I, I understand the little voice inside some douchebag 
Christians heads that really want to like get them mad about the Merry Christmas happy. There's a red thing. Starbucks coffee cup, and the entire world comes to a standing halt. <laughs> what, what was the whole? Okay, okay, real quick. He trolled. He made a troll video by saying, "Oh, look at this red Starbucks coffee cup." Clearly, they don't believe in Jesus. But and did all they have this. a Christian-based cup before then? Sometimes they had like Christmas trees. There's always a Christmas illustration or image of some kind, just not a plain red cup. So literally, it wasn't a thing until one guy decided, I'm going to make this a thing, and it exploded. And it was, but but you said initially, yeah, exactly. But the initial guy was... He was trolling. He was just trolling, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could almost tell from the video that's like, there's no way that this is a real thing that he's really upset about. He's just being ridiculous. Yeah. But, I don't know, there's a little voice inside my head that, that... kind of understands why people get a little upset. And I don't think it has anything to do with the Merry Christmas versus Happy Hall. Like, you're waging war on my holiday or anything like that. Like the some war people on Christmas. Don't even get me... Oh, my gosh. We could get started about this year about the war on Christmas, but uh. we'll roll our eyes past that one and, and go with this. Because, um, I don't know. It seems like there's so many people that, that celebrate Christmas and get really, really into Christmas. They call it Christmas. They celebrate it at Christmas time, the same time Christians celebrate Christmas, but they believe nothing about what the holiday entails. They they might even show up to church, which is fine and great, and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But they they show they do all the things Christians do with this Christmas thing, but they don't believe in the holiday they're celebrating. But I guess that could be like. But like they don't do that for Easter. Or for well, yeah, kinda, the, they that's, do. That's kind well, of well, the, that's, focus on the Easter bunny and the well, you're, candy. Well, that's your Easter. That's your Easter Christmas Christians only show up to church twice a year. For yeah, the those, big ones. Yeah, like I know you just said, you know, that's good and everything like that. But from my standpoint, from my viewpoint, those are the fakest Christmas Christians I've ever seen. It's like, oh, uh, like oh, we gotta go on, we gotta go on Christmas and we gotta go on Easter. You know, those are the big ones. So we gotta make it the the right impression that we're there when everyone else is there. Mm-hmm. Dress up nice. You know, what's ironic too is the one thing that pissed me off more than it, well, that's not true. A lot of things pissed me off when I worked at a church, but um, one thing that really got under my skin um, was the production that goes into Christmas at church is so obscene and what happens is the same thing every year and i bet you would be the best person to just like test this against see if it reigns true in your experience do you do you feel like you're getting the exact same sermon every single year when you go to a christmas mass or church or whatever it's always something that makes you feel guilty about how you don't go to church for the rest of the year only on these days subtextually not like we're screaming it in your face but like there's always something like yeah, I, 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 I go see what, home and I don't be a Christian, but then I show oh, up. Oh, that's, for me, that's the opening joke. Most every time that ever happens, priest opens up when we first sit down with like, you see it's a lot more uh, filled here today. Make sure you squeeze <laughs> we, in. We have to use the wings. But after that, you know, I don't know, Stephen. I think it's definitely important that so many people show up this time of year and no other time. But I'm not so sure that the priest always focuses on that in the sermon. For me, it's more about I think the generosity of giving. I think it's per, uh, preacher to preacher, pastor to pastor. I think, I mean, because even for, even with one church, you know, that has more than one, say, more than one pastor, more than one um, priest in it, even their day-to-day is different. So 
but I know what you're talking about. I have seen that. In the times that I've been at Christmas time, uh, it's definitely like, well, it's fantastic that we have this many people here. Everybody but if only up. we had this year round. Right. It's like, almost like a resentment that, yeah. that you can feel coming from it. Like it seethes out, you know? Well, like I get a little bit. Like you, that's I'm here the, now, at least. No, but that's the really important thing. Like, this is when we should be the most forgiving. This is when we should be the most, how glad we are that you are here and try to just forgive as you sit next to them and be like, you're never here. Like, but you are here now. I have the ultimate derailer. And so go ahead. Just, just go, go just, ahead. Go. Just know where we are right now. <laughs> no, yeah. And whatever. So, so we can try to come back to this and it, in, in a, it's going to hey. be a little while. Hey, I'm right. not going to snap at you for derailing me. Like some people who shall not be named. <laughs> Or be in the United States. Uh, he's not behind me, is he? Love you, John. He's just gonna pop is he behind? Up. I heard you guys were talking about me. Uh, uh, my, my derailleur, or my thought is, this is the weirdest time of the year in my mind. Not Go on. for any of the stuff that we've talked about just now. It's more so because that... This is the year, this is supposed to be the time of year where you you give a little easier, you smile uh, a little easier. That it's um, it's uh, you you're you have a skip in your step. The songs come more naturally to you when you sing and stuff like that. It's supposed to be a joyous. That's what, that's hang, what this is hang, to you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, hang sorry. on. So th- that's what this year, this time of year, is supposed to be, and people feel it all the time. Okay. The movies and TV shows always talk about it. Yeah. Hang on, yeah, yeah. hang on. I'm going. I'm going I'm somewhere with, with this. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going somewhere with this. Go ahead. So, with all of this, <laughs> that's what we're. That's what it's supposed to do. And I, I feel it. Yeah, as, as an agnostic and everything like that, I feel that. I feel the joy. People are more friendly to random people they are more accepting like more patient and stuff like that but then you have the opposite people are sometimes this time of year uh my family lives near uh turkey creek like like we actually shopping center yeah for our international viewers We have international viewers. Oh yeah, John. Yeah, John's gonna be on a boat. Be like, talk blindly. I gotta watch this. I'll accept the charges. (laughs) Yeah, let me pay fifteen dollars a minute to watch (laughs) talk blindly. Uh, I would. uh, But they, you have the worst of the worst at that point. You know, like cuz we we will pass by the mall and the line to get into the mall is almost back on the highway. And uh-huh. Turkey Creek whoever designed the shopping center was an idiot cuz they only put one entrance on either side of it and that's it. What are we to Oh, to Turkey Creek? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's one just too much road. to see in that one long road. It's like tourists like if you ever go down to one of those beach towns where it's like, oh, look at the turf shops, and everybody's going like a half mile an hour because they want to see all the crap, and you're yep. just trying to get to the freaking beach. Yeah. Sorry, but you you're still that's still right though. There's something. Oh, look how pretty. Oh, there's a Macy's. Oh, like <laughs> there's a. I've never no. seen one of those. <laughs> like, no, when but, my aunt and uncle come down for the holidays. My aunt spends most of the time down here shopping. And I'm like, 
You live in Chicago. There are so many better places to shop up there, and you come to yeah, shop down but here. Like, but, like, one of their stores is, like, three or four times expensive than our higher-end stuff. Very true. Very true. And if we want to talk about War on Christmas, that's the War on Christmas. Store shopping. Store staying open, the entire oh, capitalist, yeah. you must spend money on a person to make them feel loved. I wish John was here, because that's, like, more like the War on Thanksgiving to me. It's like... Black yeah. Friday has moved right into Thanksgiving. Was it JC Penney that's yeah. starting their eighty-one hours in a row open till? Yeah, JC Penney's uh, opened at two o'clock on Thursday. No, no, no. This is something new. They're going to be open for eighty-two hours straight, starting the twenty-second till Christmas Eve. Well, that's convenient for people like me for no reason. <laughs> I like. I want to still support TC Pennies because there's people that work there that I love. Shout out to Taylor Hudson. Um, I, don't, I don't think I don't think he watches this, uh, but it's hard for me to support a company that does that. It re- I used to work for them. I've seen them at their worst and at their best. That's uh, that, that pisses me off. But my my point was is. This is the year that it's supposed to be the most joyous time of the year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you have all those cynical, like, where they play, it's the happiest time, the happiest season of all, like, over, like, the slow motion of people, like, ramming into each other, oh, like, uh, yes. jingle all the way, like, jingle shoving people. all the way. Like, <laughs> uh, like that, the, whenever I think of, like, being cynical around this time, that's what I think of. But that, you the have people. The is a lot like that, too. Yeah. You have people who are supposed to be, like, Oh, I'm going to do extra charity work. I'm going to make sure I see every single family member that's in town. I'm going to give everyone a present. I'm going to give of myself. I'm going to do more for my fellow man. And then you have all these people like, ah, I want that fucking Barbie doll. Ah, like, like it's something just comes over you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's you've got the best of humanity and the absolute worst. It, like what is it about this time of year that brings not even so much the best part but the worst part what why does that come out i think it's probably pressure you know uh, and i can't i don't think any of us can speak to it cuz i think it's a more of a parental thing like a parents thing than it is and you know for oh yeah like, we have no idea how like we think we have it hard shopping for our, <laughs> our dozen or so friends I, right yeah so for me everybody knows i'm the last minute gift card i haven't started shopping for anybody it's the 20th right now <laughs> i have not shopped for one person if Love you are watching you, this man. i have not bought your present yet <laughs> and it will be a gift card that is a fact so like but i have that for me that's cool. Like, you know, that doesn't mean I love anybody less. I I don't shop for you all equally. You and don't so that's buy fine. into that myth. I guess. Yeah. No, it's laziness. Well, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, straight, it's all it's pretty much laziness. Let's let, let's but not give them that much that. credit. You can't do that for your kids, though. Like, yeah, you know, the, the pressure yeah. of giving your child a good Christmas so they have good Christmas memories for the rest of their lives. Like half the things we do in our house for Christmas are. I remember doing this when I was a kid. I want to keep doing this she, now. This is a she thing, isn't it, right now? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, to Aaron, Christmas, we were just talking about this the other day. To Aaron, Christmas is more of a 
relaxing sort of time with family. They watch their favorite Christmas movies. Die hard. They go to the movies, like out in Turkey Creek when it's quiet and no one's there. That's more Thanksgiving. We don't do that as much at Christmas time. But yeah, like, they, but you know, the like idea, this time of year. Yeah. The idea for you guys is for you, <laughs> you had to take out the decorations for your mom because they were under the house and that was a chore for you. So the things that I enjoy, like for well, me, hey, when time we... Time out, time out. It's not like, okay, let me go get a couple boxes. It's like an in- almost an entire section. I know. Of they're underneath, so I'm on my hands and knees. I don't mean knees, to minimize like, like, you. Where I, like, I have like this much room in the underneath. The, I'm not the minimizing house. you. All I'm saying is that when we hi hi uh, uh, no, I'm hi marriage counselor Stephen, how are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say a damn word. Uh, go ahead. I'm for, just enjoying. For me, when we when Christmas time came around. Uh, we took out all the boxes together and decorated the banister, and then we went and picked out our tree with hot cocoa, and we decorated it together while listening to Christmas music. Sounds like my hell right now. Yeah, so for me, it was <laughs> wonderful. So when I asked Aaron to do it this year with me, we finally like kind of talked like, listen, these aren't the things that make me happy around Christmas time, but he did help me take the ornaments out of the box and hand them to me so I could decorate the tree because he feels very inadequate about tree decorating for some reason. I get it. First off, I get it. First off, I have very, I I'm I'm a baby. I have sensitive skin. So <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Tell like, me all about it. I can't wear a shirt if it's not been washed yet. Like if I go get a shirt from a store, I have to wash it before I can wear it. Dude, man versus nature. <laughs> Do you what's that? Naked and afraid or yeah. naked in the wild? Or I, would be te- I would be terrible what? at it. 20 minutes. Done. <laughs> oh my god! All on the floor. Oh man! But I, with that, I don't like the feel of pine on my skin. But I, but mm. you know what? From the very oh. first year we've gotten a tree together, you always it's fake. Gotten you've always, <laughs> no, that's real. We've always Is it real. Yeah, yeah that's real. Sweets. Sorry. Actually, well, it's a very good. Actually, thing. I've discovered real. I've discovered that <laughs> I prefer real over fake because my parents had an old. I'm talking. This thing was made in the 80s. Old like. A fake Christmas tree, like the ones that were like twisted wire, and then it was like plastic or mm. like metal. Like I may or may not still have that. Oh yeah. no! Like, luckily, I think in the last few years, my parents have finally gotten rid of them. But I discovered real pine. I I can deal with real pine more than uh, than a fake pine tree. I will tell you, and and if anybody from my former church is watching, this is the thing that annoyed me the most that I had to do every year at that church, was put up the damn tree. It was was the church sanctuary tree, and they would always make the youth do it. Which, why? Because it's about three stories tall. (laughs) Why? Youth is wasting up. Yeah, you know, take this big old, just do it, it's fine. And put me in charge of it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Nothing could go wrong, people. The guy and who is literally still is, hasn't gone shopping yet. And, yeah. And, put and, that responsibility and, in my hands. Great call, guys. Here's about 500 yards of Christmas decorations and lights and a three-story tree. Yeah, it's great. And so we had to do this, and they had that the the twisted wire, no. a three story oh, tall, like the, and like twisted like, wire tree. Just a tree of <gasps> knives. Just <laughs> it's yeah. the worst. My hands always felt like 
like freaking iguanas afterwards is it like whatever it was just dried them out like because it was they were always packed in styrofoam and like <laughs> it's like i would pull it out and like just all the moisture would be pulled out of my skin oh my like, god! I, I finally at one point so my mom was just like i can't do this anymore i do i like this i feel weird when i do this i will do whatever else like i will i'll be in charge of christmas music or i'll do something else during that time I, I can't do this anymore. And she's, like, after a couple years of me bitching about it, she finally let me go. And things were happier for some reason. <laughs> Weird how that works. Yeah. I wasn't a little bitch anymore. Okay, so, so let me let me ask you this question. I, I direct this specifically towards you, but it's open towards you. To me. I, sorry, towards Aaron. Audio podcast. I forget sometimes. Don't forget. Well, I mean, we, we are doing video. Audio too, slash so. video, but mostly. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> What does Christmas mean to you? Like, what is the meaning of Christmas? Everybody asks that question all the freaking time. And for, for us, the question, uh, answer is obviously going to be different than it is for you. So what for you, a agnostic person, what is the meaning, the true meaning, the true meaning of Christmas, Aaron? Well, do we want to? Do you want me to go on my rants Which, about this time of year, or do you want me to talk, really talk about like what I, what I, what I say, celebrate this time of yes. year? You you say whatever you want to say, darling. Well, as a uh, not a skeptic, I don't think that's the right term, but as a knower of the truth. A knower of the truth, you are. A knower of the truth. In his words, he knows. What a magnificent occasion to have the knower of truth in our house. How do you know the truth? Does it come and speak to you? Does it whisper in your ear at night? It must be great always being right. No, it's It's terrible. terrible. (laughs) Um, I, I enjoy this time of year because of what I was just talking about with, like, how people are nicer. Sure. In most situations, like... Um, went shopping with Elizabeth, um, the other night and we were walking through a store and there was, uh, there, uh, I think it was a mother, a young mother and her little girl. And I was looking at something, a little girl, mm-hmm. uh, came up in front of me by accident. Right. Not a big deal. And she's like, she's looking at something and she turns around, oh, I'm sorry. Again, not a big deal. I was like, oh no, it's fine. I like that dress. She smiled so huge and the mother's like, oh, it's like. Like that—that that is what I love about this time of year. I love family stuff. No, no, like... no. How easy it is for people to smile. How, um, how mm. the the joy can be spread as easy. Um, my parents taught me, God, since day one. I feel like that Christmas is about being happy, not because of material things or because. Um, that you watch movies or something like that is you, you get to do what you like or what you want to do. Um, with that, you know, like my mother was raised Catholic. My dad was not really raised anything. Um, I would say probably Baptist is the closest, but he was, his, sure. his parents weren't practicing by any means. Okay. Um, but they, uh, they never really instilled a religious aspect of it. They weren't against it either but they it was like more about kind of santa and the reindeer and elves and shit like that hell it was more about being able to have a bunch of food and watch funny movies than it was about you know making sure we're all dressed up for something okay so uh 
Christmas means to me, my love, um, that's what Christmas means to me, my love. Uh, the thought you were making like is, an ambiguous about spending or something. No, no, that was okay. a song reference. <laughs> oh, at least she got it. Yeah. It well, I'm sorry. Christmas music is also very lost on me. I'm an anti-Christmas music Aww. person. Not like strong. I'm not that guy's like, shut it off. But like, I hate it. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, I despise Christmas music. Unless we, it's sang by Pentatonix. Shut up. It's good. Pentatonix is so overrated. You're overrated. Anyway, finish your thought. Anywho, uh, the, um, God, this is why John gets mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay this with losing gets... track, but John's like freaking like, <laughs> he, I do that to him all the time. I'm so sorry. People are nice and all that's right. the reason for the season. Okay, yeah. Liz, Liz, it's your turn. Oh boy. Your turn. I'm going to guess it's a quintessential Catholic answer. Everyone's going to hate No, me. that's not a problem to me. I, I actually mainly focused the question around Aaron because uh, I'm a, I, I don't know. I just, for me, it's like, where do you get off? I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm not mad about it. But like, <laughs> where I, I, do you Where do you get off calling it Christmas then? You know what I mean? Like, but I, I kind of wonder. I would rather call it something else, truth be told. Oh my gosh. I'm well, like, just kidding. The, the thing is, even, <laughs> even as an agnostic, I still say Merry Christmas. It's right. not because I'm assuming the religion or anything like that. It's because. It, it's literally because it's ingrained into me. But, right. like, if someone says Happy Holidays to me, I'll probably end up saying Happy Holidays back. Okay. Because I'm respecting their choice to say that. Or if they're saying it, I respect them for saying it, you know? Words. Like, like if someone says Happy Hanukkah, I'm going to say Happy Hanukkah. You know, someone comes out with a white pole and says, Happy Festivus. I mean, like, a Festivus for the rest of us. You really like that, don't you? The Festivus thing? I, I'm I not that. a fan it's of Seinfeld at all. Rhyme. Yeah, we've never seen any, like, episodes really of Seinfeld. Okay. But we just like the word Festivus. <laughs> it's a good one. Actually, I watched the, the series finale for Seinfeld and didn't realize it was a series finale. I was like, well, this mm. is kind of weird. <laughs> and it's over. For me, I like what Aaron says, but I definitely feel like... But he's an idiot. No, I definitely feel like people being nicer, the world being a kinder, softer place, isn't really possible without a really good reason. For example, we have Thanksgiving, which isn't tied to any religious holiday. And families get together, but it is not the pinnacle. It is not what people aspire their holidays to be about. And most people are like, oh, I have to cook so much, and my family is coming into town, and it's just, oh, there's no real big, wonderful thing where everyone's just, like, calm and I may actually have a Christmas song that you might like. Just thought about it. Oh! (laughs) Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, I know, I know the one. I Um, like it. I just heard it for the very first time. You can't do this. This is like when I messed up the Segway that one time. This year I heard a new Christmas song. Not new in the world, but new to me that I'd never heard before. That's not the one. like my new favorite Christmas song. Hang on, we're we're tangenting right now. I don't even care. You can't just tell me that and then not tell me. How about this? Splice it into the end. You can play it at the end no, of the editing. podcast. Yeah, no. The thing <laughs> I is, I, like, uh, quick note, um, Liz loves the traditional Christmas music. The actual Christmas songs, either made by someone else recently or the original stuff, you know, like... Do You Being Hear Cro- What I Hear, yeah. uh, Carol of the Bells. Oh, get yeah. out of here. I See, love them. I enjoy the sillier stuff, the funnier things, like the Muppets doing... Um, 
the Twelve Days of Christmas or like You're the parody, me. the parody songs. Like um, <laughs> instead of chip or uh, instead of chestnuts roasting over an open fire, it's chipmunks roasting over an open fire. You're not selling me at all. All right, there there is one song. Are you gonna point me to a Weird Al song right now? Because I feel like you no. are. Don't you dare do this on a <laughs> national <laughs> treasure. I would never. But Aaron, no, look up the title for me of the one I like, and I'll tell them, and then I'll let Stephen listen to it later. Are you talking about the the Twelve Days of Christmas by Straight No Chaser? Yes. Where they, yeah, 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 that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay, well, that's mine. Th- yeah, that's, that's a, that, that one's a fun song, but Stephen's not gonna like it. I could tell you that right now. Place your bets, people. Place your bets. Uh, but the one... The, Keep that in mind. Maybe I'll splice it in and I don't know. Probably the, not, though. The one uh, parody song that I think you might like, instead of 12 Days of Christmas, it's 12 Pains of Christmas. And it the literally, instead of, you know, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, it's uh, the first thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Oh, so it's just complaining about Christmas the whole time. Yep. Oh, so you just think I'm a freaking Scrooge. I'm not a Scrooge. That's not like Christmas. I'm not music. a Scrooge either, and it's a great song. But, okay, fair enough. But we'll talk you, about it. For someone who hates Cast Christmas your songs. Now, do I like that song, that song, or are they both done? <laughs> hey, I'll put a poll up on Facebook. $100 <laughs> on that. He hates everything. All right, all right. I'll take that money. Taking all bets. Taking all bets. All right. Uh, I don't know. For me, Christmas... T- all right, so I, I've... Um, I, I've been conversing with somebody recently online as I, I like to play games and some I met somebody and we've been talking a little bit of religion because he's very atheist or not no he's not atheist he's like into Taoism he's like more, he's close to Aaron Spectrum maybe a little I mean, bit more on the me. like they're all dumb Spectrum than you oh but. like I'm more they're, they all can be right they're, and he's more like they're all stupid closer to that okay but yeah, he tends toward Taoism. He's but he's got a lot more resent, uh, still there resentment towards the church, Christian church, right? And so um, anyway, I've been conversing with him a lot because as it, it's he made a comment the other night because um, I was talking to him about some of my frustrations with the church and it's like, listen, I love Jesus. You know, I'm not a youth pastor anymore. And I told him that he's like, so did you have like a faith crisis or something? It's like, well, not really. Uh, I still love Jesus. I still, you know, I still go to church and all those things. There's nothing to do with that. But, but I just had these frustrations with the church. So I still start telling him kind of the frustrations that I've, I, I built up during my time working for a church. And he's like, this is so weird. It's like, we are complete opposite mindsets about religion, about, uh, God and everything else, but we agree on so much. And it's like a- every conclusion you've come to is like, yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think that that's stupid about church. I think mean, that's stupid. It's like, yeah, I agree. It's stupid about church. It's not stupid about Jesus, but it's stupid about church, right? And so as you're talking about that, I I thought about um, th- this a little bit because I assumed that the next podcast we were going to do is going to be a Christmas special. Um, so I was kind of thinking about that, and it's like the reason for the season for me. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know how I am. I'm just kind of like in your face with it. I was like, it's about Jesus, right? And it's like, I, and yes, I understand that Jesus was born in the spring. Nobody throw your keyboard warrior hats on. I understand that. So, but um, the whole reason for Christmas is Christ to me. You know, the whole reason being a Christian is Christ, right? And that's just always been what it's been for me. And we, to me, it seems like um, and whether you're, you're where Aaron's at or you're where I'm at or whatever, it seems like Christmas has been kind of watered down by that jingle all the way type mentality, right? It's like you have the best of intentions. You, you want to celebrate 
the spirit of giving because Jesus gave his life for us, right? And we want to also give like like he gave to us. We want to give gifts like the wise men gave Jesus. I don't know what parallel you want to draw, but we want to give as we have been given. And so with the, the very best intentions, we want to do that. And then we get caught up in what today's society has kind of fed on is like, well, let's see, well, to give, that means you have to give people money. And I want that money. And so I'm going to sell this thing. But if I know you're going to buy stuff, I'm going to make it really expensive. I'm going to make this big event and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's the consumerism that's taken over Christmas that nobody's really. I would pose it to you that there is less consumerism now than there was 10 years ago. Yes, the stores stay open later. But it's not because they're selling more. It's because they need to sell more. I was at Target today. All the Christmas stuff is on clearance. It is the 20th. And all of the Christmas stuff is on clearance mm-hmm. and shoved into three aisles instead of six. And that's, that's... That's also that's also the whole retail thing, like, doing things way too early. Like, they'll put Halloween stuff out in September... They'll put Christmas stuff out in September. They'll put Thanksgiving stuff out in October. Like the 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 windows for doing that kind of stuff is getting is getting shifted beyond. I think a lot of it's uh, catering to last minute versus not last minute. Um, is if you're a last minute buyer, hi, <laughs> you're going to go regardless, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to go. Because you, you have friends that you have to buy for. You have family you have to buy for whatever. You have kids you have to buy for whatever. They don't have to do anything fancy for you. You're going to go and you're going to buy it. <laughs> Facts. They don't have to, Yeah. But if you are Black Friday, like the moment Thanksgiving dinner is over, let's go hop in line. You need to cater to those people. You need to be the best sale. So you, they hop in your line and not the other line. You need yeah. to have the most the best door buster or whatever. Like So I don't know, you kind of have to cater to the people that go early because they've got months and months to deal with it and they they go right they're just trying to be number one that's all it is you know that you typically doorbuster stuff is like the crap that they're just trying to get rid of correct (laughs) and outlet stores are made in out of different materials those clothes at outlet stores are not the same clothes at the actual store they make them cheaper so you can sell them Mm -hmm. cheaper so there's no reason to go to outlet stores guys um i feel like you know, there used to be the whole Tickle Me Elmo or Furby or just a bunch of stuff. Oh, Go Cotton, on. our wonderful fourth guest is a cat. <laughs> Silent guest. Uh, for me, there just doesn't seem to be that huge must-have item anymore or any artificial scarcity to anything. Yeah, there's like the iPhone ten, but no one really is like, Nobody must really have. wants the it's... iPhone 10. It's just how addicted to Apple are you at this point? Yeah, do you do you worship Steve Jobs? You have a little altar of him in your home? Then yes, you're going to like the iPhone 10. As, as Otherwise, I, we made the I, iPhone 8 for the rest of you normal. As, as I have my Samsung S8 Plus. Yeah, Aaron had to get the brand, brand new phone fastest possible. Oh, don't get me wrong. I want the iPhone 10. I get it. I get it. You we, want that. You got to play with one. You're... I got to be a unicorn. It was amazing. Yeah, a buddy of ours has one. And it's like, well, (laughs) I mean, you're right. That kind of must-have thing or the it thing for Christmas has kind of gone away because people have realized that if that's the only time to get something, then it's not worth it. 
like with the whole Tickle Me Elmo thing, which Jingle All the Way is based off of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the thing that you couldn't make Jingle All the Way today because that that just doesn't exist anymore. It's, there's a reason they're opening and staying open instead of being open at a very specific time where people have to come in. They're trying to get people in the door, and it's just not happening. So I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would ironically argue that. Christmas is becoming less materialistic than it was in previous decades. I, I disagree. I just think it's shifting the way that it looks. Like, because think of Tickle Me Elmo is a great example. So think of the Tickle Me Elmo thing or or the Barbies. Remember, if you ever saw, you ever watched The Office, you see the one episode, the Christmas episode yeah. where Mike hoards all the dolls that are popular that year. He like, just sells them for double the price. And he's like, <laughs> and so, but like, that used to be how it was when we were kids. It was like the Power Rangers thing yeah. that came out this year, or the this the, the Lego set that came out this the, year. Or whatever. The robot that was like a butler and a robot, and like it did toys and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like whatever it was at that point. It's like that's the that's the thing this year. Yep. That doesn't exist now because pretty much everything kids at that age want now is digital. Unlimited supply. There's no supply and demand. It's being taken out. Like, they used to have this fake supply and demand. It's like, get you into the store that has that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I just want $10 of Xbox dollars because I'm going to buy whatever game I freaking feel like. Or I want an iPad. So whoever has the iPads, but everybody's got the iPads. So who cares? Or like even the off-brand iPads or like the Leap tablets now and stuff like that. They're, yeah, if you want to be real young. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that... And do, you, do you guys feel like they're... The disenchantment with Christmas might be so much of a disenchantment with religion. We have... Yes. Like, we talk about, you know, these parents who are trying really hard to make Christmas this wonderful event for their children. And then they grow up, and some of them embrace what their parents did and try to replicate it, mm-hmm. bring it to their children. Sure. But some grow up, and they're like, I can't stand this. They tried too hard. They pushed too hard. I'm going to turn away from this entirely. My, my parents were... My parents tried for the longest time to kind of have that impression. To they they would try a little too hard. It was more so my mom than it would be with my dad. My dad, my dad, is a really good gift giver, which you wouldn't think about it, or you wouldn't think that with just kind of knowing him and talking to him. But my dad is actually what I inspire to be with my gift giving, because uh, he. Um, he actually taught me the, 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 and I, I guess I spread the love with this piece of advice. He's the one that actually taught me one of the greatest, like, first gifts that you can give to, uh, to your romantic partner is, uh, get him some sort of stuffed animal. Doesn't have to be super expensive. Doesn't even have to be, like, the Build-A-Bear thing, you know? Just get him a stuffed animal, but get them some sort of nice jewelry, uh, like a pair of earrings or a, <clears throat> a, a necklace. I, no, I did it with her. One of the first gifts oh, I gave it to her. I did it. Her. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. One of the first gifts I gave to her when we were dating in middle school, I want to say I did it then, was that. Um, and because he... Little he did, stuff there with a little heart necklace. That's exactly what I got my first girlfriend, actually, now I think about it, was uh, a bracelet and a bear. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, a, well. it, it's a great... It, it's easy, and it shows compassion and thoughtfulness at the same time, but like or does it? Because we're all doing it no. apparently. <laughs> shiny and soft. This was my first gift from Aaron for Christmas, and it's a shiny, soft pillow with one of the little mermaid sequins where you can do the fun reversible thing. 
So, so ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what to buy your significant other, Mermaid shiny and Kendo. soft. Doesn't matter what it is, shiny Mermaid and soft. Kendo. Shiny and but, soft. But um, you can take that however you want. Take my, it to the bank. <laughs> my parents, my parents, there were there were times when they tried just a little too hard. They they'd wake me up super early and like be like, ah, I mean, like I'm only one kid, you know. We'll be done with unwrapping gifts. I kind of want to spread it out a little bit more. Why don't we? Wake up and just have a little fun. And so as I grew older, Christmas became more and more low-key. Now, if we were with family or something like that, it's when it got built up a little bit more. But it was mm-hmm. just the three of us. It was a lot It was a lot less of an ordeal. Now, with, like, with your family... Eight people. You've got to get up and get going. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm uh, really looking forward to Christmas. <laughs> you've done it so many years in a row, I can't I know. believe you're still upset about it. It just looks so ambivalent. Just like, just like, uh, I just, it's like, so it's too bad. It's too, children's joy. It's too yeah. bad that there's going to be no coffee places open on Christmas Day, so I can't have I'm a cup sure, of joe. I'm sure we can get you a cup of coffee. That's what you're going to get for Christmas now. You're going to get a freaking Keurig. <laughs> Don't joke. Stop complaining. Don't joke, man. I I would I'd use the hell out of that thing. That's the problem. I know. You're welcome if you're listening. <laughs> if whoever gives him gifts like that, I give him gift cards. So <laughs> I give you a, a Walmart gift card and directions to the Keurig aisle. <laughs> you got a good hand drawn on a napkin. <laughs> actually, you're welcome. You, you know, I know you're joking. That's actually a really good idea too, dude. Like, I know. I'm I'm behind my own time, so I'd be a really good gift giver if I wasn't a lazy ass. <laughs> so actually, that's not true. How long that's did you ex. guys believe in Santa? Wow. Oh, um, like if we're talking about if uh, wow. I know we're talking about like Jesus and stuff like that. We get back on that, but I just I, if you want to talk about Jesus, just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll get there. Uh, for the last five minutes of the podcast, uh, I was a teenager. And oh, I came, are you serious? I came home from school and I said, Dad, oh my. the kids were making fun of me. They don't understand You're how welcome, Santa Claus exists. And because my mother is my mother, she said, John, go explain it to her. So my father sat me <laughs> down and he explained the the story and the legend is of Is this one Santa of those Claus? where like he had to give you the Santa Claus is not real and the birds and the bees all at once? Like, no. Because you waited that But long. after he finishes the Santa Claus thing, I look at him crying like, next thing you tell me, the tooth fairy doesn't exist. And then it just kept spiraling, spiraling, spiraling. And your world just crashed It all night. collapsed in burning fire and I arose from the ashes of beautiful Phoenix. Oh, I, I I believed way too long, but you know, I think there was a part of me that even when I didn't, you know, I was obviously at a point where it clearly couldn't happen without magic. I, I knew, there was a part of me that knew, even if he's not real, it's important to believe. <laughs> it's, impor- it's important to keep the faith. And it's like, it's, it's believing in Santa is like believing in proto-God. He has all the same powers of oh, no, God. Hang on, hang on. I got to backtrack because your mom is actually watching the stream right now. And she says, no, 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 no. She begged him not to tell you. <laughs> and your mom said, now I know what he likes for about the coffee. So. <laughs> coffee, oh, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is helping all sorts of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, In teenage years, you tried to keep it from her? Miss Kidder, explain yourself right now. You know, if I had, if I had kept going, I would have... I would have just figured... You know, I just... 
I would have translated it. I really feel like transitioning from child to teenager to adult, you transition your beliefs. Like your your blind faith in religion when your parents take you to church and you say, okay, that's this is what life is, this is what religion is. And if you grow up and still want to hold on to that, you transfer your faith from a blind faith to a questioning faith to right. an accepting faith. And you're the kind of person that, that can do that fairly well. Not everybody has that ability. Yeah. I uh, apparently... Um, I don't remember when this was. I kind of remember it a little bit, but apparently um, I was saying something to my parents like, you know, it'd be great if Santa brought me whatever, you know, just some some <laughs> toy I'm sure I wanted or some video game. And uh, like, and, you know, maybe I'll ask Santa for, again, something, something like that. And my parents just kind of looked at me and they go, Aaron? You still believe in Santa, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's the power of dreams and miracles, Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, the little kid's innocence, he feeds off of it. How old is this now? No. Uh, I was I was definitely younger than a teenager. Well, I want to say... Weren't we all? Yeah, I want to say between the ages of 9 and 11. I don't uh, know when... still old. Well... Isn't it? I, I feel like the average age is like five or six for that, isn't it? No. My sister. No. Am I wrong? I might be wrong. My sister into double digits kept watch for Santa. She would set elaborate traps by the fireplace and <laughs> sleep out there with a flashlight and like just rope yeah. ready for him. Yeah, I would say oh I would say right around the time when you start going to middle school is yeah, when you middle school stop. is when we all turn into unbearable assholes yeah. and want to wreck each yeah. other's dreams. And that's when you say, ha, I'm yes, smart you and you're dumb. <laughs> But my parents, my parents are like, Aaron, do you still believe in Santa? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of look at each other like, you know, even if you don't believe in Santa, you'll still get Christmas gifts. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, Hang flip on. the script, change the like, game. Like, no, I never believed in him. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know he's not real. <laughs> Because oh, I, I somehow I figured it out. You probably caught them putting. Pre- Did no. you do the thing? Okay, so for a while, my room was in the basement uh, as a kid of my parents' house, right? And so they would always uh, go to bed. And they would make sure we were in bed, and I would hear them check. They would always check two times to make sure we were asleep. It was like a ritual they did every year. <laughs> One year I got real smart, and I was like. That was the second time, and we would sneak to like the da- the downstairs edge, and we would look under the crack of the door. And and catch them. I was like, "That's my mom doing that." Aww. I I wasn't Max. I already knew, but like, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing about empathy. Like, at a certain point, in maybe a couple of years ago, we went to midnight mass and we sent all the kids up to bed. And then my mom and dad, at like one a.m., went and started assembling all the gifts and bringing them out and putting them under the tree. And I started helping him do that. And I'm like, "This is really cool." Like, this is a really, really nice thing. And there's as a little kid, if you knew that your gifts were from your parents, you'd say thanks and, and go off. You wouldn't be able to empathize that they worked really hard to pay for or make right. all of these things. Be like, oh, it's like your birthday. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to get presents for my birthday. But you've managed to wrap a morality tale with Santa into behaving well, listening to your parents. And when you're an adult, you get to see, like, the behind the magic, behind the scenes of how they worked really hard to craft this whole thing for you. Because... Now you have to do it for yourself. Like you gotta it's hide a lot gifts for a when... child to take in. Yeah, existentially. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, Santa isn't real. Who am I? Life is an illusion. Wait. All right. So there's there's this new trend uh, that I've noticed that people are starting to question whether or not you should what tell. About Santa? 
ever yeah. lie and tell you. What, what's your opinions on that? Because that's a very moral, existential question. And I, I don't know where I... Half of me is like, you're all ridiculous. It's worked for years. I'm, I don't hate my parents. It works. Um, but then the other part is like, wait, why do you lie to your kids, though? <laughs> we, don't, we don't have kids, so we can only speculate. But yeah. I will say... It's okay to lie to kids about Santa. It is not okay to have an elf on your shelf in your home. Thank you. That is bribery <laughs> at its finest. That is extortion that almost. Is psychologically torturing your children. That's like, what that is. Because now, granted, it's like the German fairy tales. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Krampus. That's He's Krampus in your house. You don't but, know where he comes from. He just shows up one day. My, I know that there are parents out there that do the elf on the shelf, and it's more of a fun thing. That's more oh, yeah. of like the, oh, he's he's, he's mischievous in, and he's fun, but he that's He put him it. in decently with the Barbies or around yeah, messes that or the like, kids leave behind taking notes. He's, like, he's evil. Like, he, like they evil. chopped up a, a, a candy cane or Smarties, and he's like snorting it or something like that. <laughs> that's, like the, that's the adult in them right there. Yeah. Like, that's the fun of the adults. But like... The ones that use it like the elf is watching, the elf is watching. If you do anything bad, the elf is watching, and he's not going to do something fun for you tomorrow. It's like those those piss me off because that's 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 worse than just saying there's a man who knows when you've been bad and he knows when you've been good and he gives you presents based on that. Now, is that Still a form of bribery? Yeah. No, let me tell you why that's such a stupid thing. It has nothing to do with the moral implications. If if mom and dad put the cookie jar on top of the refrigerator, and they walk away, and you really want a cookie, what are you going to do? You take the cookie. How are you going to get to the cookie, though? They put it on top of the refrigerator. Get a ladder. You're going to get a freaking ladder, and you're going to climb up there, right? If, if mom and dad did the same thing as the elf on the shelf thing, but said... It's a camera, and we're going to watch you to make sure you're good. What are you going to do when you want to do something you know mom and dad are going to be mad about? <laughs> Elf on the Shelf doesn't work. <laughs> like, I feel like you're talking from experience, I'm that, too. I am not that mischievous of a child, but I was not Mischie- dumb enough not to do that. Like, come on. <laughs> mischievous enough to go beyond that. Like, like come on. Like, For, I think it's because it's Santa's too ubiquitous. It... My little nephew, he's two, and his parents, uh, they celebrate the Feast of St. Nick with oranges in the shoes, and they do Christmas presents, but they don't do Santa. They never took him to see Santa, because, you know, it's not fun to torture little kids that way, go sit on a strange man's lap to take a picture. It's like, if you don't, if your let's, kid... Let's not even get started with that. If your kid that, doesn't want to do it, don't do it. It won't be a good memory. So, anyway, he, he knew nothing about Santa. They never really talked about him at all. And he came home, he, uh, he was just coming back from hanging out with my mom. Who hadn't done anything either, and he just said, "Oh, what, Santa, Santa." He just knew Santa. He already knew the concept of it. He saw pictures of Santa, be like that's Santa, and he's two years old. And it's like, do you do you break a child right then and say, "No, Santa's not real," but you can't tell any of your friends about that because then they'll get real sad, and you have to just pretend that he is, even though he's not. Like, what's the real true thing to do that would be well, harmful to a kid? And it's kind of the thing, like when when I kind of figured out, my parents made sure to let me know, kind of, I guess what you say that your dad did, because I you, I've heard that story before and it was told very differently. <laughs> um, yeah, she, but, I, I feel like Yvonne's gonna. Oh, yeah. what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? <laughs> I, I don't think you were that accepting of it, and I don't think no, it was I like I was crying. Yeah, like it, it wasn't like he like that's, that's the on fire part, and then yeah. she came out of the ashes later. Remember? Yeah, it, it's not like <laughs> you didn't get the visual. It wasn't like 
Thank you, Father. No, we're like, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to imply that. No, I thought it was very clear that I was destroyed by the end no. of this conversation. No, you no. made yourself it was... out to be like the Thank mocking you, Father. No. I will take this and process this. But may I have some Oreos before there, I go to bed? <laughs> there are two. There are two life destroying. I need to convers- meditate. There are two life destroying que- uh, conversations I've had with my father. One about the existence of Santa, and the other why I couldn't be president of America. Only two. Because you're my a entire- woman, right? I'm gonna smack you. I'm so kidding. Hard. Political joke. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, he said I'd have to give up all of my morals and soul to effect any change in the world. And I said, "There you go. High five yeah. there." Yeah. Um, but when when I found out, or when I finally my parents discovered that I knew, or whatever you want to call it, uh, my mom made sure to know that like there was a Santa Claus at one point in time. There was a Saint Nicholas, um, and all the good that he did, and what he inspired, and how people had continued to you know honor him throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And now he's known more as Santa Claus as this benevolent man who literally gives of himself so much that he has magic powers so he can do it better you know she made sure it's like in the the spirit of christmas lives in santa and the 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 spirit of santa is you know believing and having fun and that kind of stuff so like the spirit of santa I, and I still kind of go with it. Like, okay. in my mind, and, I, and the, the thing is, is there are, there easily could be people, and, like, we've got friends that have kids. We've got friends that have kids that are now of age that are starting to get out of the, the San, believing in Santa. Okay. Um, so, I'm sure, like, they would be able to tell me different. Or we've got, you know, we've got friends that are starting to have those kids that get of age. Like, our... Um, cousin nephew whatever you want to call him our, our other nephew uh so many nephews uh he's three and he's old enough to start you know making his own opinions and that kind of stuff and he's you know he believes in santa and they they've been you know doing that and they're not they're not overly traditional they're not overly progressive but they they lean a little bit more towards progressive okay so and when i, I was i was surprised but it's like okay let's roll with it with the whole Santa thing. So I, I know there's going to be people that we're friends with. They're like, no, don't do Santa. But in my mind, what he stood for in giving of yourself and being, you know, giving and everything like that this time of year, what that stands for. Yes. Being good. So you get crap. That's where it's not as like, I mean, still maybe, but isn't that what it is for all kids that believe in Santa Claus? Like, on the basis level, until you get to an age where you won't believe in Santa anyway. But again, that's the whole lack of empathy of a child. A child doesn't... Right. It knows right from wrong. Sometimes it doesn't want to do it, and it doesn't understand the consequences of it. So I don't mind from at a young age, before a child has empathy, being like, he will see you. So the elf on the shelf know. is okay with you. <gasps> no, no. That's what I just there's, heard. Santa is not in your house twenty four seven. There is an inherent difference between Santa Claus is like that that grandpa or that uncle. Like you want to be, you want to make them happy. You want to make them proud of you. But they know that they're that you're human. Yeah. Elf on the shelf is like the totalitarian totalitarian dictator. Like. <laughs> ah, I saw that extra cookie. Like, <laughs> like people are like that. So, um, oh, your mom said just read. Yes, Virginia, there is Santa Claus. Perfectly explains the beauty of the spirit. 
explains the beauty of the spirit of Christmas. I do love that story. Yes, Virginia, there's a Santa Claus is a true story about a girl who wrote to a newspaper asking if Santa existed. And the response that the reporter wrote is really heartfelt. It's it's one of those things, like, that's one of those things, that's one of my traditions when we uh, have Christmas. It's it's the reading of Twas Night Before Christmas and the reading of uh, John's Gospel and the birth of Jesus, reading of Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus, all these wonderful traditions that talk about that real brightness sure. of the season. And my family watches Scrooged <laughs> and <laughs> I'm up at Christmas Carol and Christmas Vacation. And mine watches Die Hard. The world keeps turning. <laughs> and the world just keeps turning. It's, it, that's the thing. Is like People's Christmas traditions are... Everyone's Christmas traditions are going to be different. Uh, John was talking about how his dad always played the Jimmy Buffett Christmas album. Which I want now. <laughs> that I need that in that my kills life. Me. <laughs> like, I met his dad. I, that that would never have struck me no. that he would be a Jimmy Buffett fan. Uh, are you kidding me? John's dad? Yeah. Oh no, that guy's like Buffett quintessential head. Buff Parrot Head or whatever they call him. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's Parrot Heads. I wouldn't know. I'm not they, they, I think that's an actual term for them. I think. Uh, yeah, I think like so. not being a jerk. That's not a slur. Uh, <laughs> it's not a slur. It's just what they call themselves. <laughs> sort of like the insane clown bossy people you. are. The, D- something you goes dirty parrot no, <laughs> oh ali says scrooge is the best christmas movie whoa no okay this, this is how we're ending the podcast now this is it <laughs> oh, just segue into it. our previous episode to the idea all right this is it favorite christmas movies i'm gonna start with mine so we just get it out of the way die hard it is a christmas movie get over it thank you Best Christmas movie ever. Sorry, Allie, you're wrong. Yes. Allie My- didn't say that. Allie just said that it was the best Christmas movie. She didn't say that Die Hard wasn't a Christmas movie. Uh, because no, 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 even though I, she would I'm be right, that Die po- Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. I'm throwing that in your face, but I'm saying the best is not Scrooge. It's actually, Die Hard. Sorry. Can I- I uh, I actually saw something today, and I- it gives you guys just a little bit of leeway. Okay. Uh, everyone seems to think that Frozen is a Christmas movie now. Uh, no. No. No, it takes, pl- takes place in July. Never mentions Christmas at all. It's just they, a have snow. The Olaf, they have a snowman. Yeah, they Olaf. have a snow and the snowman. That's it. But that's but not Christmassy. That's wintry. I-, I would make a snowman in the summer if it snowed in the summer. Exactly. That's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Thing. So, uh, and they're yeah. like, it's almost like people think this is a Christmas movie. This isn't. And it's like, actually takes place during Christmas and reminds you about Christmas. Like, I will, I will say that. Absolutely. Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than Frozen. Still not a Christmas movie. Oh, definitely a Christmas movie. Every year we try to do something. <laughs> Ali says you're wrong. Uh, Ali agrees with me. Every year we try to Whoa. do something Christmas out on the town. Sometimes we go see It's a Wonderful Life. Sometimes uh, my mom has tried three years in a row to take us to something at a church. And both years, the nativity turned into a crucifixion. And we were like, well, this like, isn't what we wanted. Wait, what? Okay, here's... Whoa, your... how did you get there? Exactly, exactly. So we went to the Living Christmas Tree. And we like, that's what everyone does. They go to the Living Christmas Tree. And it's beautiful in the music. Yeah. So it starts off, you know, the story about these, you know, kids running away from home or something. And they learn about this true spirit of Christmas. Uh-huh. And it talks about the life of Jesus. And the nativity. And like, cool. But then it goes too far. And then it continues through Jesus' life and shows a crucifixion. And I'm like, you're missing the point. I am a Catholic. This movie ended a long time ago. Not a movie. It's actually a stage play. Yeah. So then we went to another church that did a nativity. Like, cool. We just want to see the nativity because it's Christmas. 
That's all we want to see. Was and it one of those walks through Jesus' life things? No, no, they did a whole play, oh, and they did a beautiful nativity with the songs, and it was great. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out in a robe. I'm like, uh-oh, adult Jesus. And then the cross comes out. Wait, we know where out, adult Jesus brings and us then he, the story. He proceeds to drag the cross through the crowd of people. I'm like, stop it. Again, nope. Why I is am, there a donkey? Why is there a donkey? I am a, I am a Catholic, and you should not bring the crucifixion oh. into Christmas. It's not what it's there yeah. for. Ooh. Yeah, that's actually, that's a really good one. I, I wanted to bring that Interesting up. argument. Go ahead. Go. No, that's, no, that's, that's I'm the saying, we're, no, we're both, we're, we're both saying the same thing. Uh, he okay. was reading the comment. He wants you to read the comment. That's yeah. the comment. No, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you out loud read the comment. I just zoned you out for a second. Oh, the comment is, for our audio listeners, that Allie thinks... And I think Yvonne is agreeing, but yeah. Allie uh, thinks the Harry Potter films are arguably Christmas movies. Yeah. I would say at Ooh, the minimum. That's a Halloween, Christmas. <clears throat> I would say at the minimum, the first two. At the minimum, or even the even The first the one for sure gives you a Christmas vibe. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they, they do a lot during the Christmas. Because the, the Fourth books. Fourth has the Yule Ball. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But it goes through. Here's. The, the reason Beyond that I four, might though, argue though. a little bit with it, but I don't know that much. It goes through an entire semester of school, and, and the, I know at least in the books they do. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Christmas is part of it, but it's not doesn't take 100% place during that time of Most year. Most like, times, a lot of stuff happens over Christmas break because there's no classes. So a lot of plot points occur at that point in the books. Yeah, they, they're able to go, they're mm. able to sneak into the forbidden part of the library or the restricted part of the library. Or they have the little ball where they right. figure out that someone's sabotaging the games or it, it, there's always something. Some people get uh, uh, blinded and frozen, petrified by the basilisk in the that, second Yeah, but that was at the, near break. the end of the year. That wasn't at no, the end. No, it's some during Christmas break. Um, or took a break. Either which way, I get the, the argument. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trelawney actually made a very true prediction. It didn't seem like it at the time, but because there are so few teachers and so few students, um, there's like there's like twelve people, and if she sat down, the first person to stand up would die at like some sort of horrible death, right. and it ended up being like Dumbledore or something like that. Oh God! Yeah, dun, like, dun, dun. yeah. So it was it was really strange. Those guys have read all the books yet. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, spoilers, by the way, for Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, quintessential <laughs> movie for me is the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Fair enough. That's a. F- we oh, have the VHS copy right VHS, here. VHS, what? I know. Oh my gosh. I love That's that. how old we are as we appreciate that. <laughs> I actually unearthed a TV VCR combo from the archives. Oh, no, that's the that's DVD VHS. The, yeah, this DVD. is DVD Which is VHS. also a little bit relic yeah. actually, at this point. N- yeah, now this is almost antique Yeah. But this thing, it's, it's a TV, like an actual tube TV with a VHS player embedded in it. Yep. And it pl- it plays the VHS. Watch top, uh, not Top Gun. Air Force One. Air Force One on that. Uh, yes. You're <laughs> off my plane. Off my plane. Love that. Movie. But uh, um, quintessential movie for me. Uh, uh, Scrooge is definitely in my top three. But I gotta say, what? No, what did I say was my number one? I believe the one that you said was. A Christmas story. Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Get me started. He liked it before it was popular. Yeah, it's not a thing. It I liked it before it was popular. No. no, it used to be no. Something that it, no one used, knew about. Like what? I remember, I remember a time no. in yep. middle school yep. talking with friends and be like, 
we were talking about Christmas movies and someone said something about, oh yeah, isn't that weird Christmas movie that takes place in the 50s? Like, yeah, a Christmas story. Is that what it's called? And the other people didn't know what the hell it was. That's this like, was before TBS played it for 72 hours straight. You're full of crap. I am not you're full, full of crap. crap. There's never a time where that didn't happen since that movie came <laughs> out. There, there is a point in your life where <laughs> it was not on. There was, was a point in your life where Harry Potter wasn't on on fucking well, ABC Family or the, that I know. the Freeform, whatever it is 12 now. Twelve Days of Christmas. Twelve Days of Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> there was never a point in time where The Princess Bride wasn't been shown 800 times in middle school, but I don't talk about that. That's not true. <laughs> Did you Harry... ever watch that in middle school? That rocks. Uh, a lot. Too much. Too, it was always. I like, don't know every what every free day we got. I don't know that why you're here what kind of cool or your school you went to, but I never got to see it. You went to Farragut. Yeah, yeah, because you went to Farragut too, and you're only a year above. No, no, you're two years above us. It might have been intermediate, to be fair. I don't remember. Anyway, I got to watch it in school way too much. It got like old. That's how much, which is hard because it's a great movie. But yeah, that simmer. Yeah. Yeah. Can't watch it all the time. It's like uh, Lord of the Rings. I can't watch Lord of the Rings except for like New Year's Eve. We hunker down and watch all three of the extended editions back to back to back. Uh, that sounds painful. Yeah. Ass. Terribly, terribly. You painful. You take breaks. Ass. Food has to be delivered to you. It's it's. It mm-hmm. is oh well, I mean, yeah. Intense. It's not like we live in a a world where that could happen, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us <laughs> with episode eight, season two of the Talk Blindly podcast. From us to you and to your family. Happy, merry. Christmas. If they want to hear a full extended thing of what our top five movies are, they should check out Married to the Idea. Oh, our sister podcast, I'm, I dare say. That's right. Steven our... was our <laughs> surprise fourth guest on that to make his argument <laughs> In the middle heart. of the podcast. See, we're just <laughs> oh, I, and up. I make a hell of an argument. You do not. I'm sorry. Your I, argument fell flat in mine. I'm sorry. Um, I base my opinions on feelings, not on facts. <laughs> And that's all you need to know about it, to be honest with you. I win. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that, season two, episode eight. Merry Christmas. We love you all. Bye. I'll see you under the mistletoe. Happy everything. Ooh.